Hello and welcome to another episode of the IT News Podcast. On the show this week, we have Samir Shah. He is the ICT Business Services Manager from Rinai, Australia. You might know Rinai because of its hot water, heating and cooling systems. What you may not know is they also have manufacturing operations in Australia, and they've been undergoing a multi-year transformation of their ERP and reporting systems, which Samir will now walk us through. As always, we hope you enjoy the conversation. Maybe if you could just start by giving us a little bit of an overview of Rinai Australia and specifically the IT organization or the part of the organization that you're working in, in terms of structure, its size and sort of its overarching strategy. Rinai Australia is a subsidiary of Rinai Japan. So it's a global brand. Here in Australia, Renai's presence is almost 50 years. I think they completed 50 years last year or year before. Sort of mainly involved in the sales and distribution of home appliances. And in recent years, have done a lot of investment into manufacturing. So they've become a manufacturer as well with the acquisition of other businesses. My role with Renai Australia. So I was involved with Renai back in 2008-2009, helping them with the ERP migration from their green screen onto Oracle GD Edwards Enterprise One. And then I sort of came back working in a management role and currently working as ICT Business Services Manager and managing the ERP team, other applications that we have here at Renai and also the database, data warehouse reporting. I have a small team of five that I manage. It's been about five years back working for Renai, and I've been involved with a lot of projects, transformation in the last five years. It's been a busy last five years. I saw that you'd done two stints at Renai, so I imagine over that time that you've built up a pretty good idea of its technology strategy and its direction and the way it had architected its business systems in that time. In my first time at Renai, definitely Renai was mainly in a distribution wholesale business. Coming back second time and what changes Renai's uh, strategic direction or when they bought Bravis Climate System, which is the Victoria-based manufacturer for the home appliances, and also Renai Australia did a large investment in setting up a new manufacturing facility here in Melbourne. So that direction to be just from a distribution wholesaler to a manufacturer created a lot of challenge from an IT perspective. And when I joined back, I saw that sort of requirement and the company was changed because of that acquisition. It doubled in the size and a lot of other product mix as well. When I joined back, they already had laid out the plan to migrate their systems. And the other challenge, what I noticed that the lot of systems at Renai side were not upgraded. So their reporting system, data warehouse, even on-prem Oracle JD Edwards, which was not upgraded on last many years. With Bravis Climate System, which was running on a different ERP in 4M3, and the management had decided to consolidate all into one ERP system. So there were quite a number of challenges, as I just said, that multiple ERP system, the legacy applications, they were not upgraded, not been sort of, they were on the extended support or coming to the end of the support. So all those challenges were there and then a lot of opportunity from an IT side. 
and just saw a lot of work. This was like seven, eight years of work that we had to do in three, four years time. So that sort of project that I looked at it and it was a big transformation project. So when you're talking about the manufacturing side of the organization, you're talking about the Brivus Climate Systems acquisition in 2014, right? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Okay, cool. And so you mentioned, I think, just previously that when you came back into the Renai Australia business, you saw a much larger portfolio of applications. Things had more or less doubled, but there was this mismatch between the different systems that both businesses had, and therefore there'd been a plan pulled together to bring the businesses together and to consolidate them onto a single platform from an ERP standpoint, but I guess some other kind of aspects to flow from that, so a broader transformation. Were there specific pillars within that transformation that maybe you could, or specific areas of transformation that were laid out in that plan that perhaps you could outline? Yeah, so I think the main projects that we had discussed is the upgrade of ERP platform, consolidating that from all the operation sales and purchasing to manufacturing all that from Info-M3 into an Oracle Jerry Edwards on-prem. That was sort of a stage approach in terms of bringing in a sales supply chain, purchasing all that from uh, Info-M3 onto a JD Edwards, and then manufacturing was left last, which was seen as more complex to do that migration over. And then the other side was reporting, which Renai Australia been on from a reporting side, or as in the financial reporting, as well as all other business reporting, they've been running on the Cognos on-prem platform. And that system wasn't been upgraded. So the focus was on that as well, because it was due for that upgrade. What started is the ERP consolidation project. And that project, we needed to run these two ERP system side by side for some time because it was not a big bang approach. So we needed an integration platform, which Renai previously didn't have it. Renai is with Oracle for a long time. So when we spoke to Oracle and we found out about the Oracle SOA as an integration platform, and that was our first step into cloud. And we saw that how quickly we were able to up and running with that from an infrastructure side. We didn't have to invest too much there. In a couple of weeks, we had the instance up and running. And with the strict timeline of the project, with the help of Oracle CSM, Customer Success Manager, and also they introduced a partner to us. In a few weeks' time, we were able to have developed the integration between these two ERP system, and we were able to complete our project or the phase project to complete their sales and purchasing from Info3 into the Oracle JD Edwards. That was our first step, and that opened up a further discussion on the strategy side while we were discussing the reporting and our data warehouse upgrade. And that's where we sort of worked with Oracle and put that strategy architecture and looked at a few other options as well. Maybe just to sidestep from there, um, can you just talk a little bit more about the architecture that was employed at that point to, I guess, bridge between the Infor and the JD Edwards system? So you mentioned that you use SOAR, which I understand is a cloud migration tool. Yeah. How did it actually work? So were you using SOAR to basically bridge between the Infor and JD Edwards systems and bring data across into JD Edwards or, or is SOAR yeah, like an yes. interim point standpoint to bring data from both systems? 
and then transport it to a third cloud-based ERP. I just wanted to understand. Yeah, so because Bravis was running all their operations on the Infos system, and it was a stage approach there. So all our financial reporting was prepared or we had to bring all that data to consolidate it into an Oracle JD Edwards system. So we needed the data to flow from InfoM3 onto Oracle JD. And that's what the Oracle SOA helped us to bring all that GL transactions from Info into JDE so that the finance team can then do the consolidation and then do the reporting. For manufacturing, they also needed the data from production and forecast numbers from Oracle JD onto Info M3. So they were the interface both ways for a couple of years until we did that last migration of manufacturing and completed the full project. Uh, the SOA was running on the Classic, I think, which was running off the US-based data center. And with the help of Oracle, CSM, and the other partners, that integration project was done in about eight weeks. What's the end state of the ERP systems? And have you now moved from running the two separate ERP systems bridged by this SOA tool to a single ERP yes. platform across the whole business? Okay. Yes, we have. We completed that. Now it's been what... Everything is running on Oracle JD, JD Edwards, and we completed that project. It's almost coming up to two years now. So that okay. was the last leg of manufacturing from Info onto JD. And I think you mentioned earlier as well, there was another pillar of this, which was around the data warehouse or upgrade of a data warehouse, which I think was initially based on IBM Cognos or TM1. And you've also switched to Oracle. Can you maybe talk a little bit about that aspect of this transformation? Yeah, so with that, as I said, the on-prem reporting platform was not upgraded for a number of years. And business was looking either to stay with the existing Cognos on-prem or maybe look at the cloud and look at other options as well. So at that time, what we were looking at is we had completed the migration of the ERP or consolidation of the two ERP systems to one. And we were looking at setting up a DR system. And so we looked at the Oracle Cloud. At that time, Oracle was moving from the Classic onto the Gen 2. And this data center was already available in Sydney. So we were looking at setting up a full disaster recovery site. And we put that strategic architecture to say how we can replicate on-prem transaction system onto something. And then because of the manufacturing operation now, it become very critical that if something happens to our on-prem servers and stuff, we needed that backup. We needed from a risk and overall business continuity plan, we needed something. So... We looked at the Oracle Cloud and then we started a project to set up or spin up the database onto the Oracle Cloud. And we use Anactive Data Guard technology to replicate our transactional data onto the Oracle Cloud. So we created another database on the Oracle Cloud. And at that time, when we were evaluating between Cognos or to look at something else, we saw the Oracle Analytics or called Oaks. And also we looked at the SBASON Cloud, which is sort of a forecast budgeting tool similar to what Cognos TM1 is. So what we thought that we have created we are now onto the cloud as our first step as a DR database. So we looked at these options and instead of just being a database on the cloud, we thought of using that database for our reporting. 
And that time, this universal credit sort of allowed us to look at the other application, as I mentioned, the OAKS and the SBIS and all that. So that architecture diagram, what we put together is to use the cloud DR database for all our reporting. So as part of that architecture diagram, what we sort of end up doing now is that we sort of shifted all our reporting workload from the on-prem onto the Oracle cloud. DR database is now a source of that. It's been, what, about 12 months that we are into the project mode from replacing our Cognos on-prem reporting onto the Oracle Analytics and also SBIS as our budget and forecasting tool that will replace our Cognos TM1. So that's the whole reporting side of that pillar. I forgot to mention about the data warehouse in that. But we also had to upgrade our data warehouse. Data warehouse was Oracle Warehouse Builder, which is on-prem, currently not supported, not been upgraded at Renai. So we had to do something about that as well. So it's part of this architecture diagram that we put together that DR database is not just sitting there and we're just using it when something happens, but we are making use of that DR database and taking that load off our transactional system and then use that for reporting. Uh, Oracle Warehouse Builder, we looked at what we can do for the data warehouse and we looked at the ODI as an option. So ODI is our ETL tool and now in our new architecture, ADW, which is the autonomous data warehouse, is our new data warehouse. So we kind of, I guess, started with the SOA in the classic. That's our first step into the cloud. And as the business saw that success and how quickly that we were able to complete the projects, they saw that cloud was, uh, you know, moving to the cloud was to sell that into Renai Australia management was a challenge or first thing was what about security, what about data and all that. But over the last two years with these projects and the transformation now, actually we are looking at putting everything into cloud. Now you can see more of the journey, I guess. Yes. So you started with the bridging between the two ERP systems. Success there enabled you to set up a structure where the primary is still on-premises, but your backup and DR business continuity is up in the Oracle cloud based in Sydney. And now that that's been successful, you're able to now look and see, well, how might you transform the on-premises ERP core and also potentially push some of that into the cloud as well? Yeah. Okay, no worries. And so within that sort of core transformation, so the uplift of potentially elements or all of the core to Oracle Cloud, presumably as well, where would you be in terms of that particular journey? Are you sort of just at the start of planning for what that might look like? Uh, we started with this from what it's been three years, actually, that we put the strategy and the architecture together and gradually we kind of shifting that workload started with our DR database reporting. And for that project, we are almost 90% there. So by end of this year, we will have all our financial or any business reporting. Everything will be running on the OAKS, on the cloud, data warehouse, everything. So end of this year, we will have that completed. And then we are looking to expand further. So we started, as I said, three years back, but we have learned a lot through that. And I think we are halfway there in our transformation. Okay. And so what's the rough timeline in terms of when you would potentially switch off the JD Edwards on-prem and completely run in a cloud-based environment? Or would you do that? Would you still maintain something on-prem as a backup? 
When we put together our strategy and the architecture, it included this lift and shift of Oracle on-prem infrastructure onto the Oracle cloud on the OCI, and now having another data center in Melbourne. So that has opened up the option or consideration on more, which something we have already started looking at. But we are sort of going through these projects. We want to complete, as I said, the reporting one by end of this year. And next year, we will be looking at that lift and shift option. Option. Whether we do the full DR setup first or we go full lift and shift of our on-prem production database, power production service onto the Oracle Cloud, that's something we are evaluating at the moment. Just before you mentioned you were, I think, around halfway through this particular aspect of transformation. So with this sort of ultimate end state in view, can you just give us a sense, I guess, of what you look at as the end state and whether you've achieved so far what you set out to achieve or whether there's still more to do from that aspect? We definitely have sort of come a long way uh, from our in transformation journey. And the biggest challenge we had was to upgrade a lot of this legacy application database, data warehouse, all that. So with the help of Oracle, other business partners in our strategy to move to Oracle Cloud has definitely fast-tracked that journey. The next step is to look at the on-prem ERP systems onto the cloud. That's our first step. And we also are looking at expanding other warehousing and scanning solutions for the next year to complete that journey or the upgrade of all the legacy systems from last many years that have not been upgraded. So uh, yeah, I would say that for next 12 to 18 months, we should be able to complete that journey. Just one question I've been asking everyone, what excites you about the next 12 months? It has been an exciting journey. The last five years been constantly challenged. IT has been challenged by business and the requirement business. Renai is looking at a lot of other avenues in the business, looking at different products. So what excites me at the moment is if I look five years back when I joined and now what we have achieved and business is still looking at a new investment and the growth. So I think that's exciting. That's what excites me, that we have laid down this platform now. And what we are saying that to business is that we have all the tools to help you to do the improvements, enhancements, and looking at any other areas, new investment that they're looking at. We have all the tools to help with that. We feel that, and I feel that strongly from an IT, that we have a lot of options now to offer that to business and take on any sort of challenge to further automate the business processes. That was Samir Shah from Rinai Australia, and that's the podcast for this week. We'll be back with an exciting new interview next week. Until then, you can catch all the latest headlines in Australian IT over at itnews.com.au.